Advisors Personnel Administration Legislative Committee meeting for today, Monday, February the 26th. Uh, I want to thank everybody for being with us and for those who are members of the public who may observe and participate in meetings remotely via teleconferencing by following the instructions and the teleconferencing guidelines, and those are posted online. And we welcome your participation and attendance. Uh, the first uh, the item that we have is a federal legislative update. And I want to thank our legislative uh, lobbyists for their visit out here last week and spending some time with uh, your county, Alameda County family. We appreciate it. I hope the, the weather is okay back home because you got some good weather when you were here. Yeah, it's actually sunny and kind of warm today. I think it got up into the 60s, so it's nice. But um, thank you. Uh, I think John is having some technical difficulties getting on right now. So if you all can be on the lookout, he may need to be promoted to a panelist. Um, but both of us really enjoyed our time just reconnecting with department heads and staff. So thank you for allowing us um, to, to, to come out and visit with folks about their priorities. Um, I will go ahead and, and get us started. Um, as far as the schedule, you know, the House and the Senate were um, were uh, in recess last week. Um, and so they are coming in this week with, of course, uh, federal uh, funding at the top of the list because um, our first kind of tranche of bills, uh, it, the funding expires for them on uh, after Friday the 1st. And then the second tranche is uh, on the 8th. Um, and of course, we're almost five months into FY24 and we've been under continuing resolution or a couple continuing resolutions since October 1 uh, when FY24 began. Um, again, House and Senate leadership have been you know, unable to reach an agreement on key funding levels. And at this point, we believe it's policy writers that are kind of the remaining issue. Um, the House Freedom Caucus is continuing to push for hard right policy wins um, on, you know, a funding measure that requires bipartisan bicameral support. The March 1 deadline, which I mentioned, uh, would impact departments of agriculture, energy, Army Corps of Engineers, housing and urban development, transportation and veterans affairs. Honestly, that's about 20% of uh, overall federal funding. Uh, the remaining bigger bills like defense, labor, HHS, education, homeland security, commerce, justice, science, all of those uh, would run out of funding on March 8th. Um, in an attempt to break kind of the log jam, the top four congressional leaders will meet tomorrow at the White House with President Biden to discuss not only kind of the federal funding um, for domestic spending, but international aid for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. Um, Speaker Johnson has sided with kind of the, the hard right Freedom Caucus up until now, um, you know, pushing that these unpopular policy writers be included in a final package. Um, you know, at this point, some folks think that Republicans would prefer just a year long continuing resolution, which would mandate a 1% cut to defense and non-defense discretionary spending under the Fiscal Responsibility Act, which was the debt ceiling deal that was passed last year, rather than simply pass the FY24 appropriations bills. Um, you know, again, a full year continuing resolution would jeopardize um, any uh, congressionally directed funding, 
spending um, or community project funding requests included in the FY24 appropriations bills. If an agreement is not reached this week, Congress could also take up another short-term funding extension through mid-March um, you know, to avoid another shutdown. At this point, it remains to be seen kind of how they're going to um, attack this. I think we'll have a better sense after tomorrow's meeting at the White House. But again, we're kind of inching towards FY25, which was, you know, a lot of what we talked about with department heads last week. And the president is scheduled to deliver his State of the Union on March 7th. Um, and then the FY25 budget is supposed to come out on March 11th. So in a perfect world, they could clear the decks uh, for FY24, um, you know, prior to um, the State of the Union, um, or at least the President's budget request coming out, I should say. And then just because of the impasse with FY24, the Mayorkas impeachment trial has been delayed. Um, the Senate will um, not take up the House impeachment of Homeland Security Secretary uh, this week. House Speaker Mike Johnson uh, is required to sign articles of, of impeachment before managers can walk them over to the Senate for consideration. And he has delayed signing the articles of impeachment so that the House and Senate can address FY24. An impeachment trial actually takes precedence over any legislative business. So if, if he were to sign the articles, the Senate would have to um, write then, they'd have to uh, appoint managers, and then senators would be sworn in as jurors. So by him delaying uh, signing the articles, it allows the Senate um, to move forward on you know, trying to wrap up FY24. Um, I think John was able to join. And so um, I know one of the things we talked about last week with some of the departments was the, uh, the child tax credit uh, potential expansion. So he can give a, a quick update there. And it will be very quick. Um, thanks, Emily, and apologies for being a little late uh, today. Um, similar to the Mayorkas impeachment, um, the CTC bill that was passed by the House at the end of January will likely be delayed as well. Um, so far, Speaker or uh, Majority Leader Schumer has decided that he's not going to try to attach this bill to uh, the funding package or the international aid package. Um, there are still some considerations to be made uh, from ranking member Crapo and some Senate Republicans um, that are opposed to the expansion of the CTC and the way that the House approached this. But it is possible uh, that we'll see action on this once Congress is able to deal with FY24 um, for the remaining future and then move to FY25. Um, it's possible that we see it either as a standalone bill where we expect the bill will receive significant bipartisan support You know, in the 70s um, in terms of in terms of votes, or it could be attached to another another uh, moving measure, such as the FAA uh, reauthorization bill. Um, currently, the FAA is set to expire on March eighth, but there may be another short term extension bill or full year reauthorization um, that the uh, tax package can get attached to. So, kind of all things are being delayed until Congress is able to fund the government. Um, hopefully, we won't go into a partial government shutdown. Um, if we do go into a government shutdown, uh, you know, it'll go over the weekend. Um, not a lot of government workers work over the weekend. Um, and uh, we may be able to get something passed when they return if they do, you know, decide to go over the cliff. But um, things are looking a little bit more uncertain than they were, I think, this time last week, um, as they didn't make as much progress as we had hoped. Um, you know, they continue to have some issues on, on agaprobes, which is typically one of the easier bills to do. 
um, in terms of WIC funding and some supplemental funding there. So um, I think that the next couple of days, as you might imagine, are gonna be very critical for FY24 spending and certainly for all the earmarks that were included in these measures, um, but we will be reporting out as soon as we hear more, more information. Thank you. Um, Supervisor Tammy, have any questions or comments? Um, thank you, Chair Carson and Emily and John. My apologies for missing you when you were out here. I figured it was more important for you to meet with the department heads than for me since you see me practically every week, right? And we just don't know how tall we are <laughs> except for the screen. Um, so uh, this seems a little bit like Groundhog Day from last year. And so um, I, I'm going to just assume, but the question is, correct me if I'm incorrect. So last year you had sent us a list of potential agencies that would be affected either with a potential partial shutdown, which would be this Friday, or you know the, the, the full shutdown, which is expected on March 8th. Is, has that changed at all? It, it hasn't, although I will say this, usually agencies do update their kind of their shutdown guidance. Um, we will try and find some updated guidance and send it your way. Um, but again, it would just be partial, you know, as you mentioned, uh, just those four or five agencies, um, you know, March 1st. I think, you know, the hope is if they do kind of go over the cliff, as John said, it may just be, you know, we've seen where it's like 48 hours and it's over the weekend, so there shouldn't be much impact. And then they're able to kind of finalize those bills. Um, but we'll see if we can find some updated guidance and send it out to you. Thank you. All right. Um, anyone online that has uh, any comment? I have no speakers. No speakers? Okay, thank you. Um, anyone online want to identify themselves and uh, go on record that they attended this meeting? And again, I appreciate all of you who um, last week may have been a part of the uh, meetings with uh, both John and Emily. Hannah? Hi, good afternoon, everyone. This is Hannah Hamilton, Interim Policy Director with Alameda County Social Services. Thank you. Good afternoon. This is Valerie Arkin with Supervisor Miley's office. Thank you. Good afternoon. This is Eileen Ng with Alameda County Healthcare Services Agency. Appreciate your attendance. Good afternoon. This is Diana Garcia with First Five Alameda County. Thank you. Okay, appreciate everybody. We are adjourned. Have a good evening. Thank you.